0: Good morning, this is Dana, and welcome to our Monday Sanctuary. There is so much going on. When I read my morning briefing from New York Times today, I could not stop myself from from crying. And yet I would like to start on a positive note and share with you a story of my nephew Jonah. Tuesday was a big day for him. It was his first soccer training. Jonah was all excited. He even dreamed about scoring a goal in a soccer match. His dad was going to take him to a soccer field and as Jonah was getting ready, pulling up his knee-highs, um, soccer socks and tying up his shoelaces, he looked at his dad and asked, Dad, I have one important question. Yes, what is it? said his dad. What nation are we going to be playing against? Don't you love this question? Jonah is still at that stage of his life. When he thinks big about himself, he believes he is one of the World Cup player and he doesn't doubt his capacity of playing against Maradona or Ronaldini. They are his equal partners in his mind. It seems Jonah has it very clear he knows who he is. Now, his perception of himself might need a little adjustment, but I think we can learn from him and from all the other kids about how to hold on to our greatness. But what is our greatness and how do we hold on to it? This question reminded me of another story about Love Cemetery from East Texas near the Louisiana border. Yes, you heard correctly, the cemetery is called Love Cemetery, L-O-V-E. It is a 175-year-old burial ground of African-American people. Sad thing about this cemetery is that it had been closed for the local community and the relatives of the dead for 40 years. Believe it or not, the cemetery got reopened, Only in 2007, after a long and strenuous journey of trying to change legislation that banned black families from burying, visiting, and maintaining their family cemeteries. There is a woman I'd like to tell you about. She passed away not too long ago. She called herself a keeper of love. Her true name is Natal Britton. She is a granddaughter of Lizzie Sparks, who is buried in Love Cemetery. Natal spent her childhood and her entire life hoping that one day she will be able to visit her grandmother's grave and the sacred burial ground of her ancestors. She carried the love for her ancestors in her heart even though she couldn't physically visit the cemetery. She was, and she is, a true keeper of love, because she didn't allow the unjust structure of systemic racism that was cutting African-American people from their heritage to poison her heart. Instead, she creatively worked and made connection with people who eventually helped her to reopen the cemetery in 2007. This initiative continues, continues today as an interracial effort, effort for reconciliation and truth-telling. You can learn about Natal's story and this initiative in the, in the book "Love Cemetery by China Galland. I think we have so much to learn from Natal. Aren't we all keepers of love? Hasn't love been poured out into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, regardless of our social status or color of skin? This is our greatness. My nephew holds on to his vision of being a full-blown soccer player, even though he is only five years old. And we too can hold on to our true identity of being keepers of love. That is much more than a childish, wishful thinking. We are the keepers of love, the keepers of divine love in ourselves, in our relationships, in our world. When we connect with that source of love within us, not outside of us, but inside of our very bodies, we experience the transformative power of this love that leads to creativity and non-violence. The sad thing is that we ourselves have a tendency to lock ourselves out from this love. And as a result of that, we see what is happening all around us. Division, unhealthy competition, systemic racism, discrimination, hatred, fear, violence, you name it. I dedicated a podcast to Ahmad Arbery three weeks ago. Today, today's podcast is dedicated to Mr. George Floyd. What is our mission to this, in this world? What are we called to live today? in our homes and relationships? How can we live out our identity of being the keepers of love? There are different stories trying to get hold of our minds and hearts all around us. These stories, more often than not, sow division, fear and insecurity. It is up to us to decide which story we hold on to. The story of love or the story of fear that leads to hatred and violence. St. Paul reminds us um, in one of the readings this week that we were given the spirit of power, love and self-control. So let's allow this spirit to guide our step to, steps today in whatever we do, think or feel. Let's become aware that the Spirit of Love dwells within our bodies and we can count on it in its presence and on its presence especially in difficult moments when we face pain, fear or anxiety.